0: We really don't know who sits on top of the mountain of judgment. Sit back, plug in, fill up your cup. This is your time. Remember, you've always had the power. Welcome to Joy Found Here. Hello again, and welcome to another episode of the Joy Found Here podcast. I have to say that we're laughing already. Sorry you weren't included on it, but there'll be time, believe me. Today we're talking to jean collins okay get ready for the commas not just one thing no no there's more award-winning interior designer Mm, something close to my heart i love (laughs) i love me a good sewing and just give me something to create and look at an empty space with beautiful eyes and you can see the result it's such a talent and you're very very fortunate That God gave you that one. I can't wait to hear a lot about that. The comma is the author. Here's the book. It is a memoir, two feet in, lessons from an all in life. Love the metaphor, read the story, highly recommend Run, Don't Walk. We're going to give you some links to get it. Anyone that has the balls to sit down, and either listen to people say, you've got a story that people need to hear, or you just listen to that inner voice that say, I got to share this. I definitely have to tell others about my life. And how did I even get here? I know that we're going to talk about it because I always start with tell us about you, but wait. So her firm, Jermar Designs, they work with executives they work with entrepreneurs the projects that they work on award-winning oh and i want to know that she was just recently nominated as the hgtv designer of the year all right i'm gonna stop Because I want to hear it from the horse's mouth and I might start stuttering, but I'm going to relax a little and just take it all in. So
1: with that, I say, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for being here, Jean. Oh, thank you, Stephanie, for having me. And you are right. We started laughing from the minute we were talking. (laughs) So I'm so excited to talk to you. (laughs)
0: Okay. You know, I always start with tell us about you anywhere you'd like to start.
1: That's always such an interesting question. Because I always say to people, you shouldn't define yourself by what Mm -hmm. you do, right? But that's Mm -hmm. a lot of like why people are here is to listen about what I do and who I am. So I will do both of what I do and who I am. So I am an interior designer. I was not an interior designer for the first 22 years of my career. I was in advertising sales and ran an advertising sales for a public corporate company. And then I got fired. And from there, which is a whole story inside itself, I decided I wanted to follow my passion and do something I loved. And so I decided to go back to school and start my own interior design firm. We're coming up on four years now. I could talk about that for an hour. And during that time, about a year and a half ago, I decided that I thought about writing a book and did a seminar and decided like, wow, I actually have a whole book of a story. And so I wrote a book and I if you'd asked me five years ago would i be an author would i be an award-winning interior designer would i be on a podcast with someone i would have said like what is a podcast i am sure because i was just so stuck in what i did but as a result of those professional journeys plus you know i've been divorced twice i'm a single mom of a 17 year old i own my own home i've done all kinds of things i was raised by parents who were divorced As a result of many things in my life, I have had to find myself. And as a result, I think I have really at 53 found my groove. I have found not just my happy, I've found inner peace. And so I really think that if people ask me, who am I? I would say I am someone who is really peaceful, really joyful and grateful and who really enjoys giving back to others by sharing my story and hoping to motivate and inspire them to be able to live some parts of their lives the way I've been so blessed to be able to live. So that's who I am.
0: We can just drop the mic now, but I want to see now, I I have an unusual advantage because normally I don't know as much as I know about a guest, (laughs) but I read the book. So I know a lot. And here's where I I don't want to start from the beginning and go forward. I want to go from where you are and let's go back a little. But first, there's such a great story in the name of your business.
1: Please share. That's a good one. To go back just a little bit, so my name will have some context for everyone. My parents got divorced when I was eight years old and we had lived in New Jersey and my parents got divorced. It was my mother's choice for them to get divorced. And my mother moved um, my sister and myself to Connecticut. So we moved two hours away. And my father stayed in New Jersey. And there's a lot in the book about the the difficulties and the trauma I later learned in life that happened to me as a result of that divorce. But I was very fortunate in that that divorce led to two fabulous things. One, I was gifted with being raised in an incredibly affluent town and had the most incredible education. And so I'm so grateful for the education that I had. It's made me who I am today. And then the second thing is that my father remarried. And when I was 12, my father married my stepmother, Mary. And Mary, really, if I had to pick one person in my life who influenced and changed me the most, it would be Mary. Mary taught me about mindset and being mindful and one with the universe and introduced me to Wayne Dyer and, you know, Course of Miracles. And just she was someone who had the most incredible inner peace. Even when she was dying of cancer, she had incredible inner peace within her and She was one of my best friends and she died in her early 60s. She died five years ago. So my business is named after my father and my stepmother, Mary. So my father's name is Jerry and my stepmother's name is Mary. And so when my father retired, he actually started a business called Germar Enterprise. And it was a consulting firm. And about 10 years ago, I said, hey, it would be so cool if I could like expand that Germar brand and make it into something else. And then when I decided to start my firm, it just... It seemed like such a natural fit. Mary had already passed away, and it just seemed like a great tribute to her and to my dad, who's also been incredibly influential, and I'm very, very close with him as well. And so it's a tribute to them and a lot of who I am and what I do is because of them and the positive influences that they have had in my life and still continue to have, even though Mary's still not here, her lessons are with me every day.
0: I was gonna say, we're not here forever, but just so that the memory, truly in this case, so lives on, and I found it so interesting that she was introducing you at such a young age, way before the secret, way before New Age was even New Age. I'm I'm older than you, so right. it, was before, it was way before that. And it, Correct. It was way before that. Yeah. That you know, when she said What was her line about the universe? You are.
1: You need to raise your arms up and we all need to be one with the universe. And then she'd drop her arms down and she'd inhale and then she'd exhale. And whenever you had a challenge, she would always say, we need to remember we're one with the universe and you need to be one with the universe. And that was always how she handled difficult times or if things were stressful. And I'd just look at her being like, this is ridiculous. And she'd be like, I agree, but we need to be one with the universe. And it was her way of reminding us all that we're all the same on so many levels, and don't ever take any of it too personally or too seriously, and just remember to be grateful. And to me, that was such, I always, we always used to say, you know, be one with the universe. Her friends and I always still say, be one with the universe. Originally, my book was going to be called Something Tied to the Universe, but mm-hmm. that subject evolved to the title that it is now to feed in. But I think she really helped me at a very young age to have faith and believe in something that's larger than me. And that was really important because I didn't have that growing up.
0: I commend you on a thousand levels. Many people do have a book in them, but it stays in them. Yeah, it stays within. The words might not ever make it onto a journal page, perhaps a laptop or, or Google Doc, and then you know, send to someone to read, to review, to share with. You were uh, I want to say, the honesty of growing up, because i think that's true for so many people like one of the lines that stood me up a little back in my chair and it can be true for so many is when your mother had you she didn't want to be a mother that has to be i want to say do i want to say liberating that showed me like oh you've come far and you're just starting, you know, this is in the opening chapter or even in the acknowledgement of the forward or what Mm -hmm. to say that, because that's in your life, perhaps upon review, how you felt and not even perhaps upon review while you were in the middle of it. Yeah, I I knew that
1: while I was living my life. I've had people say, you know, I was writing a book therapeutic and it is 100 Mm percent. It is just like journaling is very therapeutic. Mm -hmm. It's also tough. So you say everyone has a book and everyone does. And I think one of the things that has made my book be successful from the beginning, because I'm not a famous person, is that a lot of people can relate to a lot of what is in my book on various subjects, because I chose to write very openly and vulnerably about my life. And I decided when I had to write it that if I wasn't willing to be really open and vulnerable, it really wasn't going to deliver the message that I was intending. And if my goal was to share my message so people don't feel alone and they feel connected and they feel inspired and motivated, then I have to be willing to share it all, the good, bad, and the ugly. Sometimes do people not like that? Yeah. You know, sometimes people don't like that. I have family members. They don't love all of it. It's okay. But you just have to make that choice. And so sometimes saying things about other people, Hurts them. But I think if people reflect back, I'm not saying those things to hurt them. I'm saying them because that was my journey. This is my memoir. This is my story. This is my journey, my lessons, and my point of view. And everyone has a different point of view about many different things. But I think what's important for people to recognize is like, this is my point of view of how these life incidents impacted me. And what mm-hmm. I'm doing with that is trying to pass it forward and share with others the positives that can come from that. And so, in that sense, I'm really trying to do good with the lessons that I've learned and the things that I've had to overcome.
0: Did you always know or think it would be a memoir like from your point of view, which is very different than just a story And then you're going to have characters loosely based on where I think that might piss people off a little more. Right. Do you think she was talking about me with Lucy? Oh, yeah. Right. Right. You were definitely the Lucy character. Meanwhile, you own it. And that's very powerful because this was my story. Here's how I felt. And good, bad. It
1: happened. Correct. It happened. And I focus more, you know, I talk about this in the beginning of the book that in my opinion and in my purpose in writing the book, the book isn't necessarily about gene. To me, the book is about the energy of my experiences and the lessons that I learned much more so than about me as a person and these actual acts that happen. And so I hope when people read my book they will feel the energy and the energy is what inspires them. And the lessons are what inspire them more so than me as this one person, because I am just one person. And like, like you said, lots of people have a story. I just happen to have a lot of experience on a lot of subjects that give me a platform to talk about a lot of things.
0: So interesting. You said before that you always thought perhaps the title would have some sort of universe approach to it. And yet here we are with two feet in and the way you explain your Mm. metaphor. So two feet in lessons from an all in life. Say more. Talk to me.
1: Yeah. So the funny thing is that the book coach says to you, don't be stuck on your title, write your book and let your title come. And I was like, no, no, no. Mm. I am way Mm -hmm. too type A Mm -hmm. for that. We need a title. <laughs> like, I need to know where I'm going here, right? So mm-hmm. I had like three different titles from the very beginning. My book coach just, just kept saying like, don't worry, don't worry. I'm like, no, 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 I got it. Like, it's going to be one of these three things. And then I wrote my book and I gave it to a friend of mine to read the first version of and literally like butterflies, because to your point, you're basically spilling your guts out to someone else. And not only you're exposing yourself and your story to someone, you're also exposing your ability as an author. And there's tons of imposter syndrome of like, could I even write anything that anyone even wants to read or is it all good? So that was terrifying. And my friend came back to me and he said, you are so all in with life. And I was like, yeah, that's it. Every time I do everything, even deciding to write a book, I decide to write a book. I hired a book coach. I put time on my calendar every day from five to six. I committed to it. I gave myself a year to write it. I just like plowed through Mm -hmm. and, you know, had my outline and just kept going because once I decide to do something, I am all in. And he goes, that's very unusual. And he goes, you are two feet in with everything in your life. And we both paused. And he goes, that should be the title of your book. And I was like, you are so right, because that is, and it is a little cliche, because everyone knows what two feet in means. However, when I tie it back to not just about being all in, but what's required internally in order to do that. That is more of the challenge than just being all in. There aren't as many people who are capable of all in, but it's why are you not capable of being all in? Because we all want to be all in. And so it's what's preventing you from being all in and me sharing the things I had to overcome in order to really continually have a pattern in my life of being all in with the things that I do. Sometimes stuff just comes to you and the universe just drops these little moments. And I say to people all the time, you know one of the things I've been so fortunate to experience in my life is that I pay attention a lot to the universe and I pay attention to the signs, the signals, the things that come across my desk. And I say to people, you know, one of the keys to really finding inner peace is to saying yes more and to paying more attention to those things. And so when I decided to write my book, it wasn't just that I woke up one day and decided to write my book. I had gotten an email about a seminar about writing a book and I had read it and then just closed it and then it came up again. And I was like, huh, that's weird. And I happened to have the time free and it was a free hour and a half Zoom call. And I was like, you know, I have time. Let's just say yes. Let me hear what this guy has to say about how do you write a book? Because someday I want to write a design book, a coffee table book. And so I was like, let me listen to what he has to say. And by the end of the hour and a half call, you know what mind mapping is, but what mind mapping is for everyone else is brainstorming. And it's basically you have a concept mm-hmm. in the middle and all these arms that come off of it like it's a sunshine. And by the end of the hour and a half call, I had an entire outline for a whole book, sections, chapters, <laughs> subjects, the whole thing, all done, all done. By the end of the hour and half, I was done. I was like, here is my book, in addition to the title, by the way, about the universe and stuff. And I was like, oh, my goodness. Maybe I really am meant to do this. And then I did. I jumped two feet in. And like I said, hired a coach and all these other things. But I didn't start out that day thinking I'm going to write a memoir. I didn't. No. And I just kind of listened. And I follow that same thing with other things in life. Sometimes if someone reaches out and invites you to something, if your interest mm-hmm. is peaked a little, don't ignore that because you just never know where that path is going to take you or that idea is going to take you or who you're going to meet or who you're going to run into it's good to sometimes listen because sometimes the universe is trying to tell you something or to get you on a different path if you're paying attention. And so it's important to pay attention. And sometimes you have to say yes to things that make you uncomfortable. And that might then open up the door to, you know, you don't even know. what.
0: It's so true. Like when you're saying we need to say yes a little more. And, and first thing in my head is we stay comfortable mm-hmm. and we say no to fun. Yeah. Well, that's unknown. But right. but we want to have fun. Don't you know, most people do want to have fun. But uh, what is it? What do we have to do? Who cares? Right. You're free. Get go in the car. It. Let's go just go. It. Maybe we'll just drive around. Maybe we'll do this. Maybe we'll find a new great place to eat. Or maybe we'll just have such a funny story to tell later because of something crazy that happened. But right. you just get so molded in right. the Comfort zone that you forget. You do. You know, we forget how to have fun. You forget
1: how to jump. When was the last time anyone like jump roped or anything? So, did you talk about fun? So, the other thing I talk to people about, not just fun, is that we forget how to be curious. And hmm. I, I think you have to work the curious muscle. And so, reminding ourselves to be curious and wanting to learn new things that helps expose you to new opportunities, new people, things that end up then being fun. If you can remind yourself what it's like, kids, they're why, 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 what, what, you know, they're so curious and everything to them is new. And we lose that as adults. We lose our curiosity as we get older and we get in our rut. And so I really like, Consciously focus on doing new things and trying new things to keep myself curious. Cause I also think it keeps us being interesting. So we don't just become older and boring. You want to be interesting.
0: Or, or stuck too. Or stuck. I mean, you know, we we're on this very fast-paced technology crazy world. In this day and age of everything digital and digital courses, digital download, digital digital, and that's a great way. It's at our fingertips. It's on our phone screen. All we gotta do, a lot of information is free. And then you can, you know, delve a little further and click a little button right there. Right. And then you can something new that you certainly have never done. And, you know, hey, create a sales funnel, write some copy. You, it's all it out
1: there. Yeah.
0: yeah, it's all out there. And to your point, these are things that we just forget. You're just staying in the one foot in front of another rinse and repeat tomorrow is what's on the schedule for tomorrow. Right. Oh, okay, yep. you know, run, run, yep. run, 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 run. I get it because kids do require they we create a nice busy life for them and, right. and sure. give them what they need. And and then you know when you're at that checkered flag i'm at the checkered flag i've been it's a wonderful thing right but then you might wake up one day and be like i don't know hey who is the stranger in who the mirror I? yeah and who then am who am i and who the hell are these and these who are you people?
1: who are these other characters and that are now who are these my other story?
0: characters i don't remember choosing you
1: exactly <laughs> and i don't exactly. know that i like
0: you in my story I don't, i do don't. I don't. <laughs> and i think curious is the perfect word and, and that's i say that a lot as to you know why i started the podcast is i find people really interesting and i want to know like you you had an outline done on a on an introductory call right. wow you were ready
1: i was and, ready right yep the universe was and ready and you know also that knew come out.
0: that yes but you right. also took that and said well isn't huh that's weird Look at how much i have yeah okay nah, i don't know i'm not versus because you're tuned in and you had the oh my goodness the wonderful watering that mary did to you and did you that one and taught you that possibility of what the universe has at such a young age that you were able to recognize it
1: yeah I really was, which is amazing. And it's not to say that I haven't done some things in my life where people look at me like, a thousand. Awesome. Like, you know, my second marriage, people are like, mm-hmm. why did you do that exactly? <laughs> you know, like, why weren't you as in tune with the universe then with that decision? You know, like, oh, but, we're, not all, we're not all perfect all the time, but I did course correct and learned a lot and evolved and all of that. But, but, and, and see that maybe oh, that not perfect. was, but that was the, re- see, that's, it's the lesson.
0: It doesn't always have to, when people get stuck on it has to be and, you know, or right. it has to be like, okay, this is it. Right. Oh, well, well, that certainly didn't work. How, How good are you? Can you be? Right, and, you exactly. know, really, like, How look good at is your, your decision choice. making? Yeah. But you needed that. Oh, you needed that person or right. you needed that lesson to sit back and review and be like, huh, okay. Everything that
1: happened
0: had to for everything that
1: happened for me to be who I am today. It all had to have happened the way it happened. A hundred percent. And it's true of the present, too. You know, it's like even I mean, I'm not perfect. I have plenty of bad days. I own my own businesses like this is not Mm -hmm. sunshine and Mm -hmm. roses every day, folks. You know, there's Mm -hmm. a lot of greatness to it, but it carries a lot of stress and some days are just not great. But I often have to reflect and say, you know what, all of this is happening for a reason and I have to just trust that there that it will work out and that the universe will provide and it does. And whenever I'm stressed about it or unsure, I force myself to go sit down and journal about it. And I will specifically journal about all the times that the universe did provide in the past for me. And sometimes if I'm in a bad place, I'm like struggling mm-hmm. with the concepts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I mean, now I've read a book, it's pretty easy. I just go back and read a chapter. But before then... I would struggle sometimes with what to write. But then once you start writing, if you really let your brain go and you really can think about all the times that, you know what? The universe really did take care of me. The universe really did provide and it really did work out okay. Then you can just like take a breath and drop your shoulders and just be like, okay, deep breath. Today's today. Tomorrow's tomorrow. What am I going to do to get my mindset in the right place? What am I going to do to get my arms around this situation? Baby step myself towards what, what I want and just keep moving forward.
0: And do you find that you have an idea and you may have an idea of what you want? And again, you've said before, like, well, you've made some decisions that where uh, some observers might be like, hmm, you were a little off on that one. Where was right. You know, where was yeah. the universe? Yeah. Then? Uh-huh. yeah right. However, yeah. and that's fine. But then what you think you want comes back, maybe not exactly as you do because what's that it'll deliver better
1: right or the time isn't right or Mm -hmm. what you think you want isn't necessarily the right thing for you at that time or ever Mm -hmm. necessarily it might never be the right time for those things so it's all about how do you learn and grow from that
0: it's funny because in reading your departure from corporate i work in hr you were in corporate 22 years, you say?
1: 22 years.
0: Very successful and checked it all off. You had some yep. good achievements
1: for sure. So you were surprised when they said? Um, when they fired me, uh, no, yes and no. I mean, I had been very successful. Uh, you know, I was the girl in the boys club, you know, as the female mm-hmm. VP with all the, with all the boys. Mm-hmm. And I ran the largest team with the largest revenue. And we'd had a lot of really good years. I wasn't surprised in the sense that I was part of a restructuring team um, six months before that. And during Mm -hmm. part of that restructuring team exercise, I just thought to myself, I just restructured myself right out of a job. There's no way they're going to keep me doing this. But there's always that part of you that thinks, you know, that's okay. I'm going to reinvent myself. We're going to I'm going to have a different job and I'm going to be super excited and I'm going to be ready to dig in. And that's really how I was approaching the different job. So when they did fire me, I was surprised in that sense, just because I was like, really? I thought I was like, I thought we decided I was going to be good with this new job. But at the same time, oh, what a gift, because it forced me to realize how unhappy I was in that job mm. and just how the stress of working for a public company when you run a sales team, you're constantly as good as your last quarter or your last it's month. Just for a that number. Matter. It's just, just a, a number. number. You are really just a number and you are not a human and no one on your team is mm-hmm. a human. And I was really struggling with the human side of managing a mm. team. I wasn't realizing until I was fired and I would say to people that first week, I'm like, I can't explain this to you, but I feel like someone took this huge weight bag off my shoulders and finally moved it off. I feel like I weigh 10 pounds or 20 pounds less. And it was so strange because I never felt like that. I felt like I dealt with the stress really well. And I felt like my body was handling it well and my lifestyle. And I felt happy and air quotes until it went away. And then I realized like, wow, this is what focusing on myself is like. And, you know, and I did a lot of work in a very short period of time because I was a single parent. And I had a huge mortgage, and I was like, "What am I going to do to pay the bills here? And how am I going to go get another big job like this? Like this is a huge job. No, you don't just like run out and get one of these." And I had to just do a whole lot of soul searching to be like, "What do I want my life to be like?" And I very and you wrote a realized, list, like I did, and you
0: and, and you I wrote did. a very detailed list. I did. And-
1: Did that just come out of your journaling or it came out of a lot of things? Yeah. So my detailed list came out of a bunch of things It came out of, you know, suggestions from a career coach, reading a book called Comeback Careers, which I highly recommend Mm -hmm. to any woman who's 30, 40, 50, 60s, wants to figure out what else to do with your life. If there are a bunch of exercises in there and I did all of them religiously, journaling, networking, talking to people. But what I found I focused on a lot, and I can thank my career coach for this, was not what I wanted to do in my job, like not like what I wanted the tasks to be in my job, but what did I want my day to look like? Mm -hmm. What did I want my life to look like? And so I started writing down things like, I don't want to travel anymore. I want to be able to be home for my daughter. I want to work from home. I already work from home, but I want to be able to be home. And if I have to go to something at school at noon for her, I want to do that. I want to be able to work out at lunch. I don't want to work on Sundays anymore. I want to feel like there's time for me. So I started writing about what I wanted my life to look like. You know, I wanted Mm. time to spend time with friends. I felt like I didn't have any friends anymore. I never did anything but work and be a mom. And that was it. And I was like, I want to find some passions. I want to find some hobbies. Like people say, what are your hobbies? I'm like, I don't know. I just work. and I'm a mom. Like, where's time for a hobby? I guess exercise, but I don't know. So I wrote things about that. And then from there, I did do some focusing on what about my job made me feel good. And so it wasn't Mm -hmm. about the tasks of my job. It was what about my job made me feel good. And I was like, you know, I really like helping others. I like mentoring others. I like helping people to succeed and feel better about themselves. And so I started writing about all these things. And then out of all of that and so much work and journaling and all this other stuff, it was sort of, huh, maybe I could be an entrepreneur because everything I wrote about, about how I wanted my life to be, it seemed like being an entrepreneur was the only way I was going to get those things. And I was going to get that lifestyle. But then I was like, well, what am I going to do? And I did have a passion for interior design. And I just decided, you know, if not now, when? You know, I was about to turn 50. And if I'm not going to do this now, when am I going to do this? And so... I just took a huge leap and was like, you know what? I'm going to go back to school. And I signed up for two interior design programs, online certificate programs. It was the beginning of COVID lockdown. I did them both simultaneously at the same time online. And in May of that year, you know, I got fired in January. And by May, I had started my company. And I was just all in. I was networking. I was reaching out to everybody. I was trying to figure out how do you even... I knew nothing about starting a business. I knew nothing. Really, I I had absolutely no idea what I was doing. But
0: lucky for you, a lot of people were home and around and had right. time. And whereas, you know, some people were just still trying to figure it
1: out. Figure it out. People we were around. Were busy getting busy. And I also realized, like, I found from that part of my journey that it's amazing how much help you can get if you just ask for the help. Mm. And you have to, once again, it goes back to being curious. You have to be inquisitive about all the things you don't know how to do or the resources that you don't know. And some of my favorite vendors that I am the most loyal to right now in my interior design business are women I reached out to who were willing to help me in the beginning answer what are really dumb questions about the business. Because anyone who's gonna own a business should know these things, but I didn't know them because I wasn't from Mm -hmm. the business. So I was like, hey, I'm new to this business. I'm starting this business. Are you willing to spend half an hour on the phone with me to explain some stuff I don't understand? And then like an hour and a half later, I would have learned so much from them because people actually want to help other people succeed, especially if you're really genuine. You just wanna know more, you just wanna understand. And so I was really fortunate. I did a lot of asking and didn't pretend to know things I didn't know and learned a lot and then hired a business coach pretty early on within the first year. I hired a business coach who specializes in design and that was a game changer for me because there was just so much I didn't know and needed to figure out in order to run a business in this industry
0: besides your curiosity i'm also hearing because it's the second coach you've mentioned mm. i hired a business coach and then when the book started birthing i hired a book coach yes Correct. a Correct. book writing coach so yep. it's so again ask and maybe that's what really keeps people planted where they are maybe that's you know the paralysis analysis it keeps them there because I want this. I can see it. I can't reach it. Oh, I can't reach it. So hmm. I,
1: So therefore, I, I don't have know. It. So right. therefore,
0: I can't. Meanwhile, you said people don't ask for help. Yep. There are a lot of people out there who would love, just as you are loving the mentor end of things, you, who would love to mentor, who would love to share what they know right yes. there like someone right. wants to really kind of dig into your brain over a cup of coffee you got
1: it no problem right. yes. So you start there and then you invested in yourself you do you have to invest in yourself and you have to give yourself permission to invest in yourself that could be financially or that could be with time also and it could be as simple as giving yourself permission to take an hour every day to work on journaling about what you want your life to be like, or half an hour or 15 minutes. And a lot of what I talk about in my book is about learning how to give ourselves permission to make ourselves a priority. And life gets so busy and so fast. And we spend so much time, especially as women, taking care of others that a lot of times we lose us. And it's Mm -hmm. not narcissistic to make yourself a priority. It's okay to say, no, I can't do that for you because you know what? I need to go work out. And working out is like how I keep sane and how I get my hour to listen to my podcasts or sweat or get my endorphins going It's how it makes me feel better. It's okay. And you have to make yourself a priority in life because if you won't, no one else will. And if you can't fill up your cup, you have nothing left to give to others. I did it with my business. I did it with my personal life. And honestly, your time is the greatest gift that you can give back to yourself. In, in terms of investing in yourself and your mindset, investing in your mindset and how you think, because you can change everything in your life based on how you think. I'm proof of it.
0: Well, I read it and this is my year of a lot of let's go back, let's go back, let's go back. Why do I think this? Why do I think that a couple of blocks have moved recently? And it's not as though I was in any hurry to be like, oh, well, yeah, okay, I'll reexamine my childhood because I don't think the blocks start there.
1: Right. It's they called called do. foundation for we it's the foundation 100% <laughs> it is your foundation folks it's called foundation it's there, and then just build have to build there. on top of it and yes, you know and but- i think it's not about like and it's also like I encourage people. It's not about blaming people for your past. right? No, it's not about saying like I not. am the way I am because of my parents. No, no, that's baloney mm-hmm. because you mm-hmm. have the right to deal with that emotionally yourself. It's what do you do about those experiences mm-hmm. and where do you put them and the impact that they have on your present day life? And you can control that. You can say that past is my past. I can be grateful for whatever X, Y and Z from my past experiences But I'm also going to put that in my past and I'm going to leave it in my past because that's where it has to stay because you have to be accountable and hold yourself accountable for the person you are now. And you can't be blaming the present on what happened in the past, but you do have to reconcile the past and come to terms with the past and find, a have found, find a peace with the past. And that's a lot of what I've had to do over the last five years is find peace in the past and be able to leave it where it is in the past and have it be peaceful which is a lot of work but rewarding when you can get there.
0: And it doesn't have to be your identity. You have a sibling I had too and everyone is labeled as the right. like oh yeah. she's the of the family and mm-hmm. that's you know that's the ta- that's the singer that's the this that's right. the that and you can choose to stay in that mold Because that's what, again, air quote, they say, say. you know, my whole opinion on those they people, or do a Clark Kent, man, rip that shirt out and be like, but I really, I can also do this.
1: Right. I can also be this. And And I also am, I am, And I I am, am. I am this,
0: or uh, let me try it. And, you know, I, I enjoy doing this. Okay. I'm a big. Let's experiment. You know what? If I ever read like my entire work resume, holy crap. It's because I always (laughs) wanted to like, oh, I want to be a travel agent. That seems so interesting, doesn't it? Okay. (laughs) I always got my nails done when I was young. I want to be a nail technician. Ooh, that lasted three weeks. (laughs) That really sucked. That was a lot. But you name it, I've done it. And whatever the work was, I learned it. And sales you name it i've done it but you you had said something a while back that said you have to take care of you because no one else will and and not that other people who love you won't wake up thinking about you or whatever but you have to be your priority right because people don't wake up and be like oh oh stephanie let's take care of her it doesn't happen at work regardless Uh of how many hours you want to trade there or how great you think you are or how hard you work, they don't wake up.
1: You're still just a number you. and a
0: person. They don't wake and up exactly, thinking, how can I make Stephanie better today? Oh my goodness. Or, no. you know, she should get a raise today. And right. I tell my people Wouldn't that like nice? all the time, they're like, well, you know, I'm like, great. Definitely go have a conversation because these, you know, my owners, they're not going to wake up in, oh, right. mm, you yeah. know what? Let's I, do this today. Yeah. Let's take care of that for person everybody. Today. Here we you go. got it.
1: No one's thinking about you. Not in this world. Exactly. So,
0: you know, go in front. And another thing you also said, ask, 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 ask. ask. If you don't, 100% no. And you never know. At least you're increasing your odds by 50% because you got a 50-50
1: chance. Well, And everybody's so afraid of failure, too. You know, it's like failure has such a bad rap. And it's like, it's not necessarily that you failed. It just didn't necessarily work out the way you wanted it to work out. But did you learn something? And if you really reflect inward, you probably did. Whether it's you had to overcome your fear of asking, or you had to stand Mm -hmm. up for yourself, or you got outside of your comfort zone and tried to learn something new. It's like we're so paralyzed and fear is so paralyzing for so many people. And it's such a big subject. And and we all have fear. We create all the self-doubt that exists in the world. It all comes from within ourselves. And the biggest challenge we have is to figure out Mm -hmm. how to quiet that inner voice that talks to us negatively all day long. Every day. And well, we all have it. In, you know, it's all imposter, there. Everybody has it. Yeah. Who, imposter. Who do you think you are? Who am I? Uh, right. In
0: your case, when you handed off the manuscript for well, the first time, when you handed right. off your baby yeah. and now another set of eyes that someone that knows you, maybe it's easier if it's just that random, oh, she doesn't really, maybe not too invested in me that I don't have to face every day or, you know, like, ooh, this is like reading your journal. Like this is- right very very personal and the difference i'll say between you and the and and even the person you gave it to or anyone else is you took the time and you wrote the words
1: and And here we are are. right yeah Yeah. and that's life and people can learn from us and get inspired by our stories and what we do which i think is really exciting it's a gift i look at it as platforms like this are a gift
0: So the last thing I want to say, again, I was kind of gushing over you in the beginning. I love that. Yes, you're an interior designer. Yes, you've had a successful corporate career. Yes, now you're an author. Something tells me you're not done
1: no i'm not done <laughs> uh,
0: okay no, something no, tells I'm me i'm not done no i'm not done. not done no i'm yeah. not done yeah because i think you're so in tune you know where our identity is not what you do for a living is not right. your career or your occupation yeah. and a lot of people do get stuck in that it's really like your passion or your your curiosity right and it may or may not be fun again I say right. worst case scenario, as long as no one got hurt and, you know, no, no animals were involved, whatever it is, worst case <laughs> is it's a right. funny, st- it's going to be right. a is, right. funny story to tell It's a story that's
1: part of your life. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Is, like, oh, is, remember it. the time we, yeah, wasn't that, right. wasn't that we, funny? What were yeah. we okay. thinking? Yeah. Jump in and see what happens. You never know who you're going to meet, where you're going to go, the lessons, the experiences. You want to feel like you're living. Mm. And I talk about that a lot to people. I try to focus on in my stories when I speak to people that, you know, happy shouldn't be the destination and perfect isn't the destination Mm. because happy comes and it goes and it ebbs and it flows and a good day and Mm -hmm. a bad day. And how do you Mm -hmm. even define happy at various times in life? The goal really should be to have inner peace and feel like you are truly living for whatever that looks like at that time. And truly living might just be living and being grateful for another day. If you're suffering with health challenges, that could be truly living. You know, that doesn't mean you're happy, but it does. It could mean like truly Mm -hmm. living, truly embracing the day and making the most of the day in the present moment, trying to figure out what is your inner peace and how does that inner peace drive you to feel like you are just truly living and you are just present here living in your life and making the most of that one day at a time. With two feet. With two feet. Right. With Being two, all feet in. In. Being all Being two feet in. Being all in. in, all in. All yep. in. Are you doing any book tour or what do you... Yeah. So I did some okay. stuff. I did a bunch of stuff mm-hmm. towards the end of last year, you know, in New okay. England where we live. I wrote a bunch of articles. I think I wrote eight articles in about two months that oh, wow. were published right now, my focus in terms of like, what's next? Um, mm-hmm. I had sworn I was never going to launch a podcast. And then, yep, here I am. I have committed to launch a podcast this summer and heard it I, here. I, heard, it it here. heard it here. Heard it here. Right. Do you we have be, a working title? I might be, called, I, you might
0: be I, wa- I, called to be honest. I'm right there. Uh, I'm right, I'm, I'm, he, I'm so shy. I don't feel. Really, I don't know <laughs> right? if I have much to talk about.
1: I'm right, sorry. exactly. Right. I'm have like, a I've on so title? many podcasts where I'm like, "Oh my goodness, I can't wait to interview on my show. If you wouldn't mind coming on, it's so um,
0: much fun.
1: It is so much fun. So it's sort of about a roadmap to truly living. But what I'm working on from a broader perspective is trying to come up with a lifestyle brand of which all of this mm-hmm. falls underneath. So back to hiring a career coach. So I've hired a branding company to help me really figure out, like, what's my voice? What do I want my big brand to be? What do I want my legacy to be? You know, why am I really doing this? What's the bigger picture beyond these passions? Because these passions are great and I love them so much. But really, what's the bigger platform that I want to use to relay these messages to people? And how do I want to get them out there? And what's the goal of the bigger platform? So working on what Mm -hmm. is that lifestyle brand, of which, you know, interior design is at the core of it, because that's my core foundation, but it's also so many other Things. It's mindset, it's wellness, it's wellness within interiors, it's speaking, motivational speaking, it's mentoring women in business. There's just so much, and there's so many things that I want to do that. I had to hire someone to sort of like reel me in a little bit and help me with the help me with the big picture that, vision. So I know what i, I,
0: of all I these guess, businesses. Yeah. <laughs> but still, I I saw the tree with all the branches. And right. again, yeah. I sit back and walk and I'm like, you go, girl, look, because yeah. yeah. you don't have well, okay, I got the book. No, I got the I have the interior design and yeah, branding. Like I just saw your tree like sprout in every direction, and that's not for the faint of heart, and it's no. certainly not for everybody. It's not, but no. Nor is a lifestyle brand. Right. Nor is the face of, and and it's mm-hmm. all. If you think you're you're almost taking like the words phonetically, lifestyle. What does your life look like? Right. Not right. just. Wow, your interior, whoa, look at, you know, look at the, I'm a window, I do window treatment. Look at those windows. Right. Uh, Right. Look at, wow, that's a great couch. No, it's your your environment. And then how it makes you feel.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Well, because a lifestyle brand, the irony of this whole thing, and you can appreciate this since you read the book, a lifestyle brand evokes emotion in people. And that's the core of having a good lifestyle brand is what is the emotion? How do you want to connect with people? And what's the emotion that your brand brings out of people no matter what the Mm -hmm. touch points are? And the irony of it is, is that I'm trying to build a brand with an emotional connection to people. And I was raised without any emotional connection to my parents at all. My parents didn't tell me they loved me until I was in my 30s. And I struggled in my adult relationships to have emotional connections, hence why I've been divorced twice. So the irony of how all of this comes full circle is really shocking to me sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, mm-hmm. look at me. I'm building a, a lifestyle brand that people can emotionally connect with. And I spent the first 40 years of my life having no emotional connection whatsoever until I had a child. But I think it also shows people with through my story that you don't have to be defined by the box you were put in no. in the past. And you don't have to be Absolutely. defined by the choices that you've made up to a certain point in time, because I was able to make a drastic change in my ability to connect with people emotionally after my daughter was born. And not without some help from some therapists, but I was able to drastically change my ability to connect with people and have an emotional connection with another person because until I was 36, I had never done that. And now here I am talking about Mm -hmm. building a lifestyle brand. So Mm -hmm. anything is possible if you just are willing to kind of look inward a little and do a little work, do a little research and connect to some people and listen to their lessons and sometimes internalize some of that work for yourself. Anything is possible. Really is a beautiful thing.
0: I could go on and on. I want to just like talk for hours. I'm going to be so respectful. We can drop the mic there. We could have dropped the mic (laughs) after the first delivery, but Uh I thought everyone deserved just a little more of you tonight. So I appreciate this. This has been
1: wonderful. Where do you hang out? Where are we going to find the book? Tell me, uh, yeah. tell me more, so tell me more. Book, yeah, so the book everybody is um called Two Feet In: Lessons from an All-in-Life. Once again, you can find it on Amazon. I did record the audio version. You can listen to me for <gasps> five and a half hours. Oh, oh, I do. love when the author That's, reads it. That's the I best. Talk about and oh, learn something good. new. Oh, wow. wow. That was a whole wow. new experience. Having to learn how to record your own audiobook. Yes, yep, that was an experience for sure but one I'm so proud I tackled. Mm. Um, so the audiobook is out there anywhere you want to buy audiobooks. It's on Amazon. It, it exists in a hardcover. It also exists in a Kindle format and it, it's also in paperback as well. So you can pretty much find it anywhere online. And in terms of where you can find me, I'm very, very active on Instagram, which is Jermar, J-E-R-M-A-R underscore designs on Instagram or Jean Collins, J-E-A-N-N-E underscore Collins underscore C-T. On Instagram or on um, Facebook. And we are launching a YouTube channel and TikTok. I know nothing ah, about TikTok. Yeah. So out of my realm with TikTok. But you know what? I'm jumping all in and we Go. are launching channels on, we are launching content starting February 1st on both of those, both on YouTube and TikTok, and with more t- content coming to Instagram and Facebook as well. So
0: Excellent. I I'm learning along the way to be a talker. Yes, I'm so yeah. far just uh, just the stalker on the yeah. top. That's yeah. exciting. Oh, I'm you know checking you out You're like, oh, sure. it's not-
1: yeah. 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 I mean, there's just everything. why not? There's so much. There's not? so much. <laughs> And
0: you've got some, and right. you you see the need for help. You bring in some support, you hire right. some people. I learned from the people who like, that's what they
1: went to school for. That's what they know like, how to do.
0: That's yeah. what they know how to do. It takes them five minutes. It takes us a little longer. We don't have the time for that. That's not our path of genius. Stick to what we know. And right. if you can afford to pay the profession, pay the
1: professionals, right. and
0: everybody wins.
1: Correct. And if you can't, go out to YouTube because you could really learn how to build a house from YouTube. So go, you know, there's so much out there. I hear
0: that. Uh, I, I've, <laughs> I've actually repaired a lot of things, like I dishwasher parts and stuff. I'm like, gotta like, I, I'm like, it's got to be on YouTube.
1: I'm like, I fix can fix this, this drain. I can do this. <laughs> I have tools. <laughs>
0: and so on and so on oh my goodness thank you thank you such a delight a pleasure pleasure
1: uh thank you stephanie for having me i can't wait to see i can't wait
0: for the podcast i'm gonna check out the channels get that get all that content brewing and i will let you know lifestyle brand lifestyle brand coming your way that we'll let you know of, of gene collins i will say All right. Yes, you're all very welcome. Five-star review. Thank you. 2024. Yep. We're going to be knocking those reviews out. I do appreciate everybody that takes the time to listen. Joyfoundhere.com is where you want to throw all your wonderful comments. I love, love the feedback. What else? What else? Because I'm locked and loaded and I've got more where this came from. So let me know if you want to hear about somebody, talk about a topic, I am wide open as always. I really appreciate the support. We are going on almost like we're 45 days away from starting our third year, which is crazy insanity. I never would have thought it, but look at us now, damn it. Look at us now and all because of you. Thank you as always and be well. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Joy Found Here podcast. If you've enjoyed what you've heard today, please share it with a friend. And of course, if you haven't already done so, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. Don't forget to head over to joyfoundhere.com for any questions, comments, and feedback. Until next week, keep your head up and your crown straight. You've got this.